so we have Tanya Raymond joining us today from Growth Inc. She is a digital marketing tech specialist. She's the founder of Growth Inc. Yeah, it's quite the mouthful. Uh, that's what happens when you do good work, right? Yeah. So she's here to tell us exactly what it is that that means and what she does. Yeah. So yes, it is a mouthful. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So I'm a digital marketing tech specialist. Basically what that means is that I build custom lead and sales funnels for my clients <clears throat> in the health and wellness industry um, so that they can grow their online business really. Cause most health and wellness businesses are solopreneurs. And so they have a difficult time getting out of that model of seeing clients one-to-one -one and scaling their business. So I help them do that. Okay, great. Can, I'll tell you what, can you please elaborate for me what a sales funnel is? Sure. So a sales funnel is when an online sales funnel is when you have it's well, basically it looks like a funnel and people come into your funnel at the top. So it's how they get introduced. It's the awareness of your business, that sort of thing. And then they come along into your funnel as they get more aware of what you do, how you can solve their problem. They come further down your funnel and the more they understand how you can, like how I can solve their problem in particular, um, and then they get interested in purchasing the services because they understand more of how I can help them. And so they're coming in. So I have like maybe a hundred people coming into my funnel who are like, Oh, what's this growth thing business? What does she do? And as they travel along my funnel, as it gets smaller, um, those people who are interested and see the value that I offer to them in their business, they purchase through that funnel. So am I articulating that? Well? So yeah, so they're just yeah, basically, yeah. I'm taking about a, you know, a hundred people come into my funnel, let's say, or, or my client's funnel, and then through the process of marketing, they purchase whatever online offer they're offering. So they're going through that sales funnel to the point okay. of from awareness to buying. Nice. Okay. Tell you what, why don't you give me an example of what the different steps would be in that funnel? Um, so, yeah. So the first step would be awareness. Um, the okay. second step would be figuring out. So awareness and then showing the client how you can solve the problem that they're having. So everybody that's coming okay. to a business has a problem or they're struggling with something and that business is offering a solution. So the first part is being aware of that the business exists or being aware that you even have a problem from the client's point of view or from your customer's point of view, let's say. So I have a problem or I don't know I have a problem. <clears throat> I'm introduced to a business who might have a solution to my problem. Um, and then going through that funnel, you're, showing testimonials and your client kind of, um, you know, the experiences that your client have had maybe with the product, your client is seeing themselves in that. So they understand, okay, this person can actually help me and they have a solution for my problem. And then, hmm, you know, I trust them enough now. I've seen enough of their social media. I've seen enough of their blogs. I've seen enough of their podcasts. I'm ready to purchase from them. You know, kind of that's the, so it's awareness, um, trust, and then purchase. There's okay. more to it, but that's basically the, Those are the basic step for the funnel, yeah. right? As you move through it. I love it. Okay. Awesome. Mm -hmm. awesome. Cool. All right. So well, let, let's talk about how you got started. Like let's go way back to the beginning. Yeah. How did you end up working, working for yourself really, but also what was the path of the journey that, that you think kicked off? Uh, ending up, well, I kicked it off. So you ended up where you are now. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I've always kind of known I wanted to have my own business. I was always kind of a free spirit. So I, I didn't really love the idea of having a boss and that sort of thing. So always in the back of my mind, I thought I'd really love to work when I want with who I want, how I want all that sort of stuff. But it seemed like a something, but I never really knew exactly what that business looked like. So I was always, yeah, sure. I'd like a business, but for now I'm, I am where I am. So yeah. So basically I was in retail for most of my life for 25 years and I worked my way through those rankings. And so I was an operations manager in a big box retail retailer. And I, you know, I had everything really. I had like the car, the house. I was, sorry, I was purchasing a condo. I had money in the bank benefits and that, you know, it was really great, but I was spending most of my time, which is at work, hating, hating it. (laughs) And so one day I remember going into work and I was like, God, I, you know, I, I don't want to go because I just wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And I was really tired of working myself to the bone for someone else that I didn't even know. Um, And I wasn't helping anybody, you know, I didn't see, I mean, sure. I was helping the people around me, that sort of thing, get through their day or whatever, but I didn't feel like I was really contributing. I thought I could do more with my life, you know, so I was kind of missing something there. And I, and I just wasn't enjoying it anymore. So, you know, I, we talked about this actually once about, I was watching the movie, we bought a zoo and they were talking about 20 seconds of insane courage or crazy courage. And uh, I decided, you know, all that's right. All I need is 20 seconds to go in, give my two weeks notice, say goodbye to my life. <laughs> Cause I, <laughs> I was burning, I was burning the boats to, to, to quote Tony Robbins. I didn't know what I was, going to do but I just knew that this no longer was the place for me so I quit my job with no plan and I don't recommend doing that by the way (laughs) but that's what I did and I took a few months to figure out what I wanted to do and and that was I wanted to help people so I went into the health and wellness world and I became an office manager while taking a course on holistic nutrition and the goal was to open my own business in holistic nutrition but um, in the meantime, my coworker had started her own virtual assistant business. And she said, you know, maybe you should give it a try so that you can, you know, grow your holistic nutrition business while you're still making an income, but you have the freedom to work on whatever you want at the time. And I was like, well, that sounds fantastic. So she actually had a client. I mean, I was super lucky. She had a client that she couldn't take on. So she was like, here's a client for you. And uh, so that's how I got into the world of virtual assistant. That's where my business started. And then I stayed in that. And then I I finished my holistic nutrition. I went into a job with that. And then COVID happened. And then I took another 20 seconds of courage and did that uh, I would do the virtual assistant stuff full time. And because I was actually um, enjoying that, like my goal of being running a holistic nutrition business, it wasn't exactly, I wasn't feeling what I, that that was what I wanted to do. I was having more of a pull towards uh, the virtual assistant world, but helping health and wellness businesses. Okay. So that's kind of where I stayed. And then COVID made me, or I, COVID forced me to make a decision to do that full time. So then I started doing that full time. And from there, it's morphed into what my business is today. Well, that's awesome. I love the part about the burning the boats. That is the name of the podcast, Crazy Courage. That is 
it takes an insane amount of courage to to have it all and then just say, no, not today. Take your courage, you know, screw up your courage, go see your boss and just drive off with that sense of freedom, sense of freedom, but no safety net. That, yeah. That's hearing, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's why I don't, I don't recommend doing it that way, but um, I mean, unless you have some sort of safety net to, uh, to go back on, but in terms of a, career I, I wasn't sure where I was going but I certainly had support in terms of family and friends which I did lean on <laughs> but nice. um yeah I, I mean looking back I, I wouldn't change a thing you know I I the, you're absolutely right the freedom I felt um after that day was like nothing out of I just felt like like literally chains <laughs> being, you know being taken off me I didn't have to be anywhere on at a certain time I didn't have to do things I didn't want to do in terms of like, you know, dealing with an angry client <laughs> 25 sure. times a day or something like that. You know, like I just felt like I was finally in control of my life because up to that point, I was very much a, you know, my career kind of went on its own. It was like, had a life of its own really. It was, right. I was doing it for a little while. Someone would see something in me and they'd be like, Hey, you should apply for this management position. I do it. Someone would come in from another company to headhunt me. I'd go there. You know, it was kind of like that. And I never really made the decision to be in the place that I was in retail. Right. But for my business, I made that decision. You know, all of this has been my my choice, my path, my direction. So it's quite empowering to to feel feel that way. That's awesome. So so I mean, from that day when you left that big box retailer to today, you still feel that same freedom? Absolutely. I mean, the time thing, you know, where I, where I said, I show up when I want. Yeah. That of course I actually work more than I probably did in retail, but it's okay because it's something that I, I know is, well, it's a passion first of all, which time flies and you don't even know it. Sure. And the second thing is, is that I'm helping people that the thing that I wanted to do and <clears throat> You know, what, what took me from that VA world into this digital marketing tech specialist was I moved from being someone who was doing tasks for the health and wellness industry, which was great. You know, they loved that. I was helping them out in their daily, you know, their daily work. Um, but I wanted to be more than that. I wanted to be a partner. So that's how my business really morphed from being a virtual assistant into where it's heading today, which is becoming more of a partner with my clients okay. in terms of the title of my business is Grow Think, and that's always where I wanted it to, to be. I wanted to help those clients grow their online business. So today in my business, that's where it's that's where it's heading. I'm heading more into a partnership with my clients rather than just, oh, let me declutter your inbox. <laughs> thing is where I started. I was more I started out as a virtual assistant admin type person, and then they directed me into digital marketing, and then I realized. I really love this digital marketing stuff. So nice, nice. So mm -hmm. yeah, of course. Look, your business, of course, uh, you have responsibility to it, and you can't just, you know, drop it. At, at, you know, you can't take off the drop of a hat because you may have responsibilities. And, but the difference is that you're choosing this um, way of working, this way of life. This like it's your choice, right? Yeah. As opposed to being imposed on you. You know, if you. If you don't want to do something anymore, like, well, I'm not going to do it anymore. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always things that, you know, you, you, you're not, they're not your favorite things too, but in the overall picture, you know, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. And that is helping health and wellness businesses get their 
programs out into the world, their offers out into the world and grow their online businesses, you know, healthier world, let's say in the grand scheme of things, but yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great. It's gotta be some sort of satisfaction to be gained from doing that kind of work. Very much. Certainly feeling that you're contributing to someone else's success and making the world a healthier place. That's uh, sounds like it's your goal. Yeah. And, and, you know, on that note, you know, a lot of people are like, how did you know you wanted to do that? That sort of thing. I didn't like, so I think a lot of people get bogged down with like, oh, I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what this is or that is. And and like I said, I'm not saying that this is the way you should do it, but I found that along the way. Like I thought, okay, I'm going to be in, I'm going to be a holistic nutritionist when I first started this journey. And I ended up being a digital marketing tech specialist. Like how did that, you know, that was the, the progression, but you know, if, if, anyone out there is thinking, I can't even, no, I can't, you know, if they're thinking the same thing where they're thinking, I don't want to be working, building someone else's dream. I want to create my own dream, but they're like, I don't know exactly what that is. You know, takes all it takes is that 20 seconds of courage, right. To, to kind of go out there and say, I'm going to find it, you know, if, if they're able to, you know, I was lucky I didn't have a family. So there, there wasn't, the only risk was mine, <laughs> you know, so it was, a, it was a little less of a, a little, probably a little less scary than someone who has a family. But if you're, if you're like me and you didn't have that, you know, you don't need to know that passion. It will come from, it'll come, you know, you just have to take that first step. I guess the idea is that you have to know that you're not in the right place. Exactly. Yeah. You just have to know that. Yeah. Right. Like your next big box management position isn't where you want to end up. And and if that's the path you're on, you have to know that if you keep going, that's where you're going to end up and you need that change. You may be needed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to know the next step. You just need to know that you're not in the right step. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. How's um, Now, how important was it for you to have a support system in place uh, with like friends and family? Like how, how much has that helped you since your big decision? It's been the only, well, I mean, if I didn't have had it, I'd probably be back in retail. That's how important it was for me because I, um, especially without having a plan, that's why I don't recommend doing it without a plan. But if you find yourself in the same position that I am, definitely that was what I needed in order to feel safe somewhat to, to do what I did. Yeah. yeah somewhat. <laughs> so I knew that I knew that I had people there who could, you know, could help me if I, if I couldn't, um, you know, if I needed to, you know, financially, if I needed to step down a little bit from like a more expensive place to live or something like that, I could do that. So, you know, I moved back in with my parents for, <laughs> you know, and, you know, most people would be like, Oh my God, move back in with your parents. But I had, that's, I was willing to do that, you know, for six months, just in order so that I could figure out what my next move was. And I had that a lot of people don't have that. So I was very fortunate to have that and friends as well. You know, when I took a left paying job, you know, I had, I was a roommate to my friends and that sort of thing. So it was, um, you know, it was, I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. So definitely very lucky. That's tough. Giving up that financial lifestyle that you've built for yourself like you said you had it all right yeah. you're like i have it all but i don't have what i want like it, it, that's i get it that that's that's um interesting way to put it i like it it's yeah um, 
Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. very difficult to give up for sure. So all the things you're giving up, but, but, but what you gained was your sanity. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I gained a, my sanity. And what even bigger than that is a, a sense of myself. Like I, I, like I said, driving your own bus, as, as my business coach calls it, is like something I've never experienced before. When you are making all the decisions in your life, because um, your job is such a big part of your life. And, you know, I wasn't, I sure I was in control of it. I mean, I was applying for jobs and that sort of thing, applying for management positions, but um, running my own business, you know, morphing it from the virtual assistant that I was into the marketing, especially like, those are all decisions that I made um, for myself and for what I was interested in and, and how I could help the people that I wanted to help. So it's, it's quite empowering and it's, um, you know, I thought I was this great empowered independent woman, which I was at the time, but it's nothing like I feel today about myself. Now that, that, that one word resonates, I'm sure much clearer now that he, he, strong independent, you said now that yeah. independent really stands out, right? Like you're, yeah. you're doing it on your own. This is your path. It's not, you know, the path someone else has chose for chosen for you. It's, uh, right. It's designed by awesome. me. Yeah. Designed mm -hmm. by you. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now you did mention that you have a business coach. Mm -hmm. How does that uh, coach help you? Has, has that coach helped you in the evolution of your business in what your, your plans are? Yes, um, absolutely. I mean, she, um, there's a couple of things that she did that really helped me move forward. One was um, the whole find your best thing. <laughs> and what that basically means is, you know, in my business, I'll use my business as an example. Um, I, being a digital marketing specialist, I use specific technology to build their sales right. funnels. Um, and there's about a million softwares out there <laughs> that can do this. So I specialize in particular software. And what was happening is when I got into this kind of realm of my business, I was getting clients that had all sorts of software. So they might be using WordPress as a website or they'd be using Squarespace or they'd be using Wix or they'd be using Show It or whatever whatever that case may be. Then for their email marketing software, they may be using ConvertKit or, or ActiveCampaign or MailChimp or Slowdesk, anything like that. And so I was finding myself like every time I had a new client, I had to learn a new software. Oh, and so gosh. it was becoming, yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh, okay, I don't know this. And so you'd be quoting a price, but you'd be spending, I'd be spending like four extra hours trying to figure out the software. And the more software you know, they're a lot alike. And so it gets faster, but still, you don't want to be spending all your time figuring out software. So my business coach was like, you got to get it. You got to find your own bus. And the people who like your bus will get on your bus and they don't, they'll take the next bus. And what that means is like, for example, I specialize in, Active Campaign is my email service provider. So my clients come, if they have Active Campaign, they get on my bus. If they don't have Active Campaign and they don't want to use Active Campaign, there's the next bus coming up behind me who can help them. And I thought when she first said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Are you kidding me? Like, what about all the people I'm leaving behind? Like, I don't want them to go to the back bus. I want them to go on my bus. And she's like, yeah, but are you happy with that? Like, you don't seem happy. You're, you're trying to change it. And I was like, yeah. Well, you're right. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I got it. I got it pretty fast. And then when I started to get clients who only wanted to be on my bus, who wanted to use active campaign, which I knew like the back of my hand and I could use it fully for them. 
because it's a big software and they were not, they're paying for that software and they weren't even using it close to its ability. And so okay. I show them all these opportunities they get and they're like, oh my God. And so it really opened my eyes to like, one, I can serve my clients so much better. And two, my life is happier. My business runs better and it's more profitable because I'm, I'm able to charge more because I'm a specialist in that now. Okay. Um, and my client get, gets everything to gain from it. So that was a, it was a big transition for me, but it was such an eye opener and something I'm, I'm always thinking about. I'm like, it's okay. They're not on my bus. They're, they're meant to be the bus behind me. <laughs> and that's okay. That's a better bus for them, you know? And that's got to be tough. Because when you're day one starting a new business, you're not like, I'm sorry, this is an exclusive bus. Like when you're day one, you're thinking, look, I'll take anyone. I don't care yeah. if they're bus there or whatever. Like I'll, you know, you can pay me a yeah. rent, you know. Yeah. I'll, uh, you know, so so clearly, I mean, there's been a, 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 you've come a long way from, you know, trying to, I guess, get every client that you can no matter what software they're using, no matter mm-hmm. what headaches they're bringing you, you just want clients, right? Because in the, the day, everyone's got to eat, right? Like you said, yeah, absolutely. And stuff, but you know, yes. You do and don't get me eat, wrong; right? like I took everything, <laughs> and I and I was happy to do right? so because you're right. I had to pay the bills, and it's definitely probably not a starting place that everyone will will start. This is my bus. It's also something you grow into because. Growing, I don't believe right. in most businesses when you're first starting out, you're like, oh, this is my bus. I don't even think you know what your bus is. No, um, right. So that's something that definitely comes as you grow. But uh, absolutely, when I did, but I'll tell you this, when I did, when I started to do that, when I started to follow that, nope, this is my bus. They are not, this, is my, this isn't their bus. They can move to the back, to the next bus. When I started to really understand that, I actually started to get, better clients like my my I started to get um to attract better clients I don't know if you believe in that or anything but I I just started to things started to get more momentum for me in this realm so I was getting less of the people interested in the tasking in their digital marketing and getting more of the clients that I that I really wanted and and um that was that was also another eye eye opener and why I'm sharing it because even though that is scary um, to think of that, all the people you're leaving, you know, for someone else to take, yeah. um, it actually clears the path for you. You're more focused. And the more focus and clarity you can have in your business, the, the better your business will be. Yeah, right. Uh, that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. I love that bus analogy. That That's fantastic. So obviously, clearly there's, you know, we're talking about how you're taking every client. And now you're only taking, you know, the clients that, I guess you feel you will work well. And because before, like you said, you were, you were um, a task person for these clients, but now you're a partner, right? Which I feel makes, you know, if you're trying to help someone grow their business, that that's a big difference in, in, in yes. a way to look at it. Yeah. 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 And it's hard to do that. Hard to grow someone's business when you don't really understand with the technology, like the technology they're using, you know, right. if you're just kind of right. piecemealing things together and you're like, well, it works. <laughs> Good luck, you know, kind of thing. Whereas, um, yeah. And when I'm partnering, what I can do is because what in, in my world, what happens in online marketing is a lot of times they offer their offer. Right. And then um, like, let's say uh, in the health and wellness industry, um, a yoga instructor offers a class or a set of classes. 
those classes are over, she's going to offer them again, maybe two months down the road or the next month or something like that. So with me, every time they offer that, someone goes through the funnel, that sort of thing, we get to understand, okay, well, why did they come to you? Um, was their experience good? And what can we do the next time to make that experience better? What can we do the next time so that you know, those emails work better or the social media works better or, you know, so every time that they release that um, online offer, their business gets better. They grow more easily. And so that's the partnering that I do with them. So every time that they launch those online offers, they get better and better and they bring in more income and more and their clients get a better result. Oh, I mean, and that, you know, clients get a better result. Your client gets a better result. You know, everybody wins. That's yeah, that's everybody where the wins. Comes from, right? Yeah, that's yeah. great. So yeah. I guess, I mean, in terms of uh, your value proposition, I guess it. You know, I think you're kind of speaking to it where, you know, when you first start out, you're like, okay, I want some clients. I'm going to charge them X amount, and I don't know what they need me to do. They're going to come <laughs> to me with some random thing. I don't know what I'm going to charge them because I don't know what software they, they're going to come to me and say, hey, I need you to do this, and I'm using this software. Like, okay, I've never used it before. I'm going to learn it for you. And, you know, just that's very difficult to try to assign a value, you know, whereas once you're at a point where you're a specialist, for instance, like now you're like, look, I've taken all these courses. I've done all the research. I've, I've worked with this software for a long time. A lot easier to assign value now and work with partner up with your clients and say, hey, this is the value I'm bringing to the table. As opposed to, you know, if you have all these people bringing different pieces of software, like, ooh, I don't know what the value would be for that. I don't know what the value would be for the other thing. And, but but you really, I, I, does it make sense that now you've got a better sense of the value that you're providing to the, and you can assign, you know, a dollar amount to that, to that value? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because absolutely. Because now I know, you know, there's a lot of things that, that are known now, right? So I know exactly how long it's going to take. I know exactly what to put in place in order for your funnel to to perform the best it can perform on the first go, <laughs> you know, because right. usually right. they're coming to me on their first launch. Um, so absolutely. So that so it's made my business easier almost, right? So now I know I know better what to charge. I have systems in place for my clients, so. Yeah, absolutely. This whole finding your bus has been one of the biggest impacts on my business. Well, that's so awesome. Far. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. you let your business coach know that. Yeah. <laughs> you, Shout uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. I mean, I, I can just imagine, yeah, how it would feel to have someone come at me with different projects and pieces of software. Hey, you need to learn this. You need to learn that. And, and you're like, no, no, come on, my bus. We'll figure it out together. We'll, you know, get lost along the way. And it just, you know, it's tough, right? But I get that you're trying to build a business to start and you're trying to figure out what works and what you want to do. And, and, you know, I guess, you know, and I think, I think it's tough, right? No matter, and it, you see this in all walks of life, right? You can read as many books as you want. You can take as many courses as you want, but until you're actually doing it, I, I don't think you can appreciate how that job or that response, the, the, the work actually is like until uh -huh. you're in it, like there's no manual yeah. that can help you figure out your own business. Right. 
Oh, I wish. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely right. It's podcasts like this, you know. Right. You know, we just kind of solve the first episode of the podcast. Yeah. Figure it out. Like there's no, I mean, I've looked, I, I'll tell you just for my own thing. I, I did some research on how to do a podcast and, you know, all the different software you have to figure out, learn and equipment and whatever. You're like, okay, great. And, but at the end of the day, most of the time, what you're hearing about is how it worked for someone else based on what they were doing, right? And when you start your own business, you're forging your own path. No yeah. matter if you're doing something that someone else has already done, you're in, you're maybe in a different location, you're working with different clients, you have a different niche, you know, like you're in health and wellness, right? So to find someone in the health and wellness industry that's doing exactly what you're doing, I would imagine be very difficult, right? Yeah. So yeah. it, it, it's your own path and there's no way to know how that path is going to unfold until you take that first step and burn the boats. Right. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. Like it's that whole commitment, yeah, <laughs> the commitment to being like, I'm just going to do this. And you know, time frames were, were really helpful too. So I'm going to do this for this amount of time and see what happens. You know, I'm just going to put it all in, see what happens. And then you reach that kind of, milestone and then you know what's the next milestone and what's the next milestone and you that may not be clear but you know what when you get there and you're because you know right. you're like okay i'm ready to move from hourly i'm tired of trading time for money now i'm going to move you know i'd like to move into projects scale my business that way what's the next you know what's the next step how am i going to scale again or or whatever that may be for your business but yeah it's the it's definitely there's no manual for uh a business that's exactly right. I, there's nothing more to say. There's no manual. You just have to jump in and live it. Yeah, and, like, I yeah. just, I feel like you can watch whatever videos and, and go to whatever seminars and read whatever books and, and hear from whatever guru about how they built their business and they were sleeping in a car at someone else's couch or whatever. And now they're like rich and famous and it's great. That was their yeah. path. And, yeah. and it doesn't apply to you. You, I mean, look, you can take inspiration. I get that. And you can be motivated to do it. But in the day, when you're down that path, you, that's, that's you, you're on your own. Like whatever guru there, his path was different. And, it, you yeah. know, he did it at a different time. You know, you're hearing about where that person is now, you know, and, and those lessons that they learned might not apply because they were different location, different circumstances that years ago, you know, mm -hmm. they, they were the ones who did it first and now everyone's doing it. So now there's no point, you know, yeah. you could be another name. So it, it, it's not that simple. I, 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 yeah. I can, I can appreciate how it's difficult to carve your own niche in the stone and carve your own yeah. path. It's yeah, uh, especially like when I first started in the virtual assistant business, which is about five years ago, they were just starting like people businesses were just hearing about this thing called virtual assistant. Some people thought it was like an AI thing. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, so I had to explain what that was to a lot of businesses. And now today it's pretty prevalent. Businesses all know what a virtual assistant is. They right. all want one right. and that sort of thing. So there, there certainly weren't even courses out there that were a lot of them anyway, that were like, okay, this is how you build a virtual assistant business. You know, right. I, so it was kind of like really, um, you know, before any 
what's it called when you don't have uh, like there's no there's no rules there's no laws there's not, it's like right, a right. wild west the wild yeah, west. yeah. <laughs> the wild west of, yeah. of the business world when i when yeah. i was really trying to get in there so yeah it's just been kind of trial and error and and uh jumping in you know it's all about that courage to just jump and and take the risks every single day like you're taking a risk every day that's tough in the beginning but it becomes comfortable after a while because you have to you have to take those risks I'm still scared to death to do so many things <laughs> today but you kind of have to embrace that that um that idea of risking everything every day you know and that risk of or the idea of um being uncomfortable every day uncomfortable right uncomfortable yeah yeah. yeah, kind of like putting yourself out there on a podcast, right? Yeah, kind of like putting myself on my first podcast. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> all about you know what you know what can I, how else can I make myself uncomfortable, right? Yeah, That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's talk about this. How scary is it? Day one, burning the boats compared to today. Is it the same? Is it? Do you still have like because day one burning the boats is a lot of uncertainty, right? Clearly, yeah. especially based on your story, you had no plan. So yeah. compare that day one to today. How do you feel? Um, definitely when I burnt the boats, it was, um, it, that's kind of, a, that's a great question because when I did it the first, like when I first quit my job and decided, <laughs> yeah, this is it. I, um, I was so happy. <laughs> Okay. And I had that support system, which I already oh, put in right. place. Were, were you so happy that you forgot to be scared? Yeah, <laughs> almost. <laughs> that's the way it was. Like, it almost was. And maybe that's a unique situation for me and why I was able to do it. Because nice. I was almost so happy to have done that and so proud of myself to have done that. Because, you know, not everyone does that. So no, clearly. I was, I was proud of myself for one of the first times in my life. Like, really proud of myself. And I owned it, you know, which was something that I, I didn't do often. And so that was really great. And then reality clicked in and I was like, oh, the money's going to go. <laughs> so, you know, you have to, you can't stay in this place forever. So that was scary because what do I do? You know, what's that? What's that? What is the next thing? What, you know, what's the mistake I'm going to, like, am I going to make a mistake? Is this the right path? Am I going to be down this road for five years and then change my mind? Like, what do I do next? Um, versus today where I've, I'm pretty clear on my path now. Like I've, I've, and okay. I have had all these experiences that have given me the confidence to know that I'm going to figure it out. And that's, that's probably one of the, the biggest benefits for me in, in this journey is that gaining the confidence of you're going to figure it out. Like you've gotten yourself this far, <laughs> you've gone through all of this, then, you know, you just have to know a little bit and you just have to take a few action steps to get so far and then the next stage will open up. You know, I, I've learned to yeah. trust that. Um, How long did it take you to learn to trust that? Um, probably after COVID. Like after when, COVID? When, okay. Yeah, when COVID happened, um, I know a lot of businesses struggled with COVID, but mine actually yeah. flourished. Okay. Um, and I realized, wow, my business survived COVID my, you know, and it, and it kept and it, and it morphed again. And then when I morphed, I, I went, you know, cause business is never like this business is always like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And so I was kind of going like this 
in my morphing into this digital marketing stuff because my client changed. Right. So I had to find that client and, and that sort of thing. And I'm still, you know, I'm still working that, that out, but, um, you know, I know the, I have the confidence in myself to know that they're there. There is a market for this. There are, my clients need this service. So I know like it, so yeah, it took, um, after COVID is when I really started to understand that, you know what, I, I can trust myself a little bit more, I don't fully, completely trust myself all the time, but I mean, I, you I, you're human. That's yeah, like, I'm human. So yeah. So, but I do know that I, I'll figure it out. I, I do know I can figure it, even if it all of this ended yes, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I, I still have that confidence in me, you know, I'll figure it out. That's big. Yeah, knowing it is. You're going to figure it out, whatever, you know, knowing that you're going to figure it out that that's big because yeah. life is going to throw you a curveball at some point and you're like, oh, I'll figure it out. As long as yeah. you know you can do it, that's, that's half the battle, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's what business has done for me because if you, man, like getting your first client, getting your second client and then getting your third client, like the first client, uh, maybe you're lucky. Your second client, uh, maybe a little less lucky, but you're still kind of lucky. And your third client, you're like, no, you know what? Hold I on. did that on my own. Yeah, I'm onto something here. So um, it's, and each client you get more confident and then, you know, eventually you're like, this, the future is always scary. Actually, this brings me to another point that my business manager coach helped me with. And that was looking, staying present. So okay. running my business from a present state, not running it from a future state. Okay. And what I mean by that is I was, I tend to stop and not move when I'm thinking about, well, what will this be in the future? So if I do this now, what, how will that be in the future? So I don't know if I make this change to go to a digital marketing specialist today, what if it doesn't work tomorrow? <laughs> you know, but if I stay in that mindset, I don't move. I, I stay frozen. And so it became really important to me to take day by day, plan out my day, do those action plans that are set up for my future. Okay. But I can't think about what those outcomes are. You're not living in the future. You're yeah, right. Planning for it, but not living there. Right, <laughs> and I, because right, right. I had done that for a while, because it's so scary. Because you're like, you know, every change you mo make, you're like, okay, I still have to pay the bills and I still have to get food on the table. So, you know, is this the right decision? Well, you did the research, you know, you, you looked at competitors, you know, this isn't a new service. You know that the people can benefit from it, your clients can benefit from it. Put your plan in place and stay focused on the present. Because I have no control of the outcome, <laughs> you know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and so that was that was a pretty big lesson for me as well. And and I know now that if I am not moving, if I'm stuck, if I'm not moving forward with something, it's because I'm living in the future. I'm living in the, what if this doesn't work? Because it's wow. never. What if it really works? <laughs> no, 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 it's right. always like, what That's if it doesn't doubt. work? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, the doubt comes back. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. if I if I was thinking both, I'd be like, well, what if it really works? It wouldn't be a problem. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just stay in the present, work on my plan, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I try to do now, and it and it keeps me moving forward with less fear. M moving forward with less fear. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, yeah. I guess you have to look back to when you were taking those first steps, knowing that, you know, each step was building on the other. You weren't jumping ahead 10, you were one at a time, right? Exactly. Yeah. 
Now, listen, going back a uh, quick sec, I just mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, now you wanted to get into the, the health and wellness, right? Mm-hmm. Um, specifically in, into that industry. Now, when you started out, uh, were you, did you niche down right away or were you taking every client that you could in every area? Mm-hmm. How, how did that work? Um, I let people know that I, I did. So I, the one thing I did, sorry, back up. No, I absolutely did not niche down in my first okay. couple of years of business. Cause I didn't really know what I was doing. I niche. What was that? I had no idea what that was. And as I got, um, you know, I started taking business courses and that sort of thing. And they started talking about this niche stuff. Don't and I was like, it, right. Yeah. Talk it's about it. And you're like, but no, I don't want to let the other clients go. Exactly. I need, I need a client. I can't just niche down. I can't, I don't even, how do I, I can't even find my niche, let alone I just right? Need, right? something. <laughs> so I get that. And, yeah. and, and what's so funny is I deal with all, every single one of my clients, cause I'm in the marketing realm we have to know what their niche is. Like, who are you talking to? Who are you speaking to? And every single, almost all of my clients still who've been in business for years are like, Ooh, I don't want to talk to just one client because I might lose all the other ones, you know? And that's always the fear, but you know, there's so there's, it's just not the way that that works. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Have you found that those clients uh, that were afraid to define their target market, that yeah. they would struggle or, or they would have um, uh, challenges when it came to their marketing? Yeah. Like, well, they would struggle with the idea of same as, same as me when I first started right. with the niching, right. They would be like, well, if I talk to that one client, won't I lose all the other clients? Right. But the biggest lesson there is if you're talking to everybody, you're talking to nobody. Right. You know? And that's the biggest takeaway that I ever took from that. And it's true. Try to market to anybody talking to everybody. What do you say to them? <laughs> hey, everybody, come use my services. <laughs> you know, everybody. but if you're everybody saying. Everybody and anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anybody and everybody come. And, and sure, you can do that when you have, you know, a million followers or something like that. Sure. But for most of us, we're dealing with, you know, small amount of followers, you know, a few people on our email list and stuff like that. And we're trying to grow this business. Um, you don't have that luxury. <laughs> so you really have to speak to the person you want to work with. Okay. And so that was really difficult for me in the beginning because I was, I was under the impression, I'm like, are you kidding me? I do have to pay the bills. And if I speak only to that person and I don't find them tomorrow, right? Who's, yeah. how am I going to eat yeah. next week? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, you can't, you know, I'm sure there are some people that do it right off the bat and are successful at it. And they're, you know, confident in that I was not I'm glad I did it the way I did because I did get a bunch of different businesses in I got I got great experience dealing with different types of businesses and from there I slowly even without even really understanding what a niche was I was slowly moving my business I I resonated with the health and wellness industry like they came they they just once they knew that I was a holistic nutritionist they were like, oh, you get my business, you know? So they were right. coming to me. Yeah, so that we had this connection. And so I just started, they just started to pop up and then word of mouth. And then I was like, well, I should just, yeah, it's time for me to niche. Like, then you're okay. You know? Yeah, then it's okay. You give yourself permission to, to yeah, right. Exactly. It's I all that it. whole confidence. Yeah. Sorry? What was yeah, that? I, I, yeah, I, I get it. When you're starting out, it just seems so counterintuitive to, to narrow down to like, 
one client they're like but i need more than one so yeah how do I, and i yeah yeah so yeah so it's always a little bit difficult to go through that journey with clients who haven't niched down or haven't really understood this concept but it's been one of the biggest it's, it's another big impact on my business as well niching and finding that target audience that i want to work with plus it makes your days enjoyable as a business owner you're working with the people who you really want to work with right right mm -hmm. The whole mm -hmm. point, yeah, the whole point that you wanted to be in health and wellness, if you're not talking to those people, sure, of course, there wouldn't be as much satisfaction maybe trying to grow businesses outside of that niche. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. All right, so tell you what, we've talked about where you are. We've talked about where you've come from, how you got here. What what does the future look like for GrowThink? Yeah, so I mean, ultimately what I would like is, I, I love this path, so I've just, you know, I'm just, starting to morph my business down this whole digital marketing specialist thing and, and enjoying that. But I, I would really like to teach people eventually I'll have a course on how to teach people to do what I do. It's a very specialized field in what I do. And I, and um, businesses have no time to learn technology. They just, they don't want to, and they don't have the time. They just want it to work. And um, so that's what kind of where I come in and, and they want to know the plan. Like, how does it all come together? How does this strategy grow my business? That sort of thing. So I can help them with that. And I think it's a great path for virtual assistants. You know, people who are doing VA work now are eventually going to come to the idea that I don't want to trade or for those who don't want to lo no longer trade my time for money, they're going to be looking for the next step. And so I'd like to, you know, I'd like to be the one to show them that path. So I see me moving into that realm um and uh you know just niching my my for the services that i offer niching even further and further down so that i'm always working with that ideal client understanding the technology in their business and how i can marry the two so that they can grow their business exponentially and just really you know really um getting better and better at that for my clients so that you can really see some growth there but yeah so there's kind of two places i'm just improving on where I am now and, and getting right. better at what I do, um, offering more value to my clients, being a better partner with them. And then on the side, um, I can see me really teaching out how to build a business like this for others because uh, it's changed my life. And I think I could change other people's lives. Wow, that's awesome. That's, mm -hmm. that's yeah, you definitely want to spread that. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. All right. So, without giving away your whole course or anything you're working on, is there any advice that you can give to people on uh, how to just keep going day to day? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, if you can, this is really difficult, but it was again, another lesson that I'm still learning this one though. So it's, it's a tricky one, but if you can detach yourself from your business. Um, and what I mean by that is, I was always, do I like this? So like everything that I was doing in my business, I'd be putting it, like I'll use social media because it's the easiest example to do. I was posting on social media and I'd be like, oh, I don't like that. Oh no, actually I'll use a different example. A pop-up, okay, so when you go to a website and a, and a pop-up comes up on their website, so you're reading their website and then a thing comes up that says, sign up for this or oh, yeah. you know, get your discount or something sure. like that. And yeah. People, some people love them, some people hate them, most people hate them. And they click out on it to continue on the website. A business owner, most business owners hate them. But the thing is, is that they convert 
like one of the best things possible on a website. Really? <laughs> so I'm, I'm constantly saying to my clients, they're like, I recommend a pop-up. They're like, no, I hate those pop-ups. And I'm like, but you, this isn't for you. It's for your clients. So right. detaching yourself from your business a little bit, seeing everything from your client's eyes and not your eyes will be the biggest, will be a big impact on your business because now you're serving your clients. You're not serving yourself. So yes, right. you're here to give them ultimately what you offer, but you have to detach yourself so that you're not, it's not so personal, you know? So if you I don't like something, you sure. have to look at it the bigger yeah, yeah. You know, no, the bigger I, I can totally understand that. Cause you know, you're, you're, it is personal. These people have like yourself, uh, have built up this business from a lot of times from the ground up, it's their own blood, sweat and tears that went into getting it to where it is today so you know any kind of feedback that they receive you know like oh i don't like your website i don't like this. they all they take it personally like it's a personal attack even though it's you know it's some sort of criticism on the, the or you know it's a it's feedback for the business itself it's not yeah it doesn't mean you're a bad person yeah you know, your, your business you know you, people criticize yeah. it yeah, the of the exactly. beast, right? I don't like the pop-up. I do like the pop-up or it's simple things yeah. like that. But I, I, it took me hours to design that pop-up and, and you're being mean to me. You know, I get, yeah. I get it. so it's, I, I can see how detaching yourself would be important because it's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bit, and, and to go along with that idea of the pop-up is, um, you know, data. So for my clients, I set up data for their sales funnels so that uh, you were talking earlier about you know, the guru that says, oh, this is how you should set up your business. And then you set up your business and you're like, well, it didn't work out the same way as he said it was going to work out because yeah. that was his business, not, yeah. or her business, not your business. And so same with me, sales funnels, there's lots of sales funnel gurus out there that will say, this is how you set up your sales funnel, do it this way. And then my clients will set it up that way. And then they're like, but it's not converting, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, let's look at the data. And they're like, what? Data. Data you speak of. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and so anyways, but data data is a way to detach from your business because if you don't like a pop-up and I say, let's give it a go, and you add a pop-up to your screen and then you look at the data and the data is like, you're getting, you know, 30% of your conversions from your pop-up. <laughs> like on the background, you're like, yeah. oh, right. Then I keep the pop-up. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You know, instead of being like, I really don't like that pop up, I'm going to get rid of it. And then you're like, just lost 30% of your, of your sales, you know, without yeah, well, really that, understanding. Those are big numbers to be, you know, throwing away if, if that's what, yeah, uh, but yeah. data will tell you, you know, what's working and what's not. And that, yeah, like you said, detaching yourself from the business will help you see, you know, the forest for the trees. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Nice. All right. Is there anything else that you want to add? Uh, no, not really. I mean, that's a, that's pretty much all. <laughs> You've got that everything out of here. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. All right. So we were just having a quick chat with Tanya Raymond from GrowThink. She's a digital marketing tech specialist, and she is here to uh, help you with your sales funnels if you're in the health and wellness industry. Yes. Anyway, thank Perfect. you, Tanya. I appreciate you joining us today. And uh, so we will talk to you soon, maybe for an update in the future. Perfect. All right, thanks.